I'm going to be reading from Psalm 13, just verses 1 to 6. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemy say, I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord, because he has dealt bountifully with me. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this psalm. We thank you that not only this psalm, but your word is there to instruct us, to encourage us, and to give us the hope that we find in the scriptures. And we know our hope is in Christ. So help us, Father, as we come now this morning to, to listen to what your word has to say. Help me to be clear and understood. Help me to, to be a messenger, to, to strengthen your people, to encourage your people, to comfort your people. Yes, we are your children. Be merciful to us, Father. Help us. Help us to rejoice in our salvation. Help us to trust in your steadfast love. Help us to endure the times we live in, in, Father. Please, again, be merciful to us. Be gracious to us. May you continue to cause your face to shine upon us. Please help us. Help me now. I pray and ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. How long... O Lord, how long, O Lord, is this virus going to continue? Maybe that's been our cry. How long? How much longer? How much longer can we take this virus? In one sense, there is a delay. But what do we do when God seems to delay? Maybe you're in a crisis. Maybe you're, you're in a trial. And you've been praying for God to deliver you, to help you, to rescue you. And you want it now. But there is a delay. We've heard about this pandemic quite a bit this morning, but it's been around since March 2020 in South Africa. And how often we have prayed, and we should pray, for God to remove it. But there is a delay. Thank the Lord for curbing the virus when it happens. But how long? 
And what are we going to do when God seems to delay? We're in and out different lockdowns. Stricter restrictions come and go and they hit us. They hit businesses, they hit us financially, they hit us psychologically, they hit us spiritually. No one likes delay. Maybe you've had, maybe you've been for a test to see if you've, if you've got COVID or not. And you've been praying for it to be negative. But then you get that phone call to say that they've misplaced your test. Now you have to wait. Another delay. Or it's more important, you, you went for the doctor for a test for cancer. Again, you wait. And they've got your tests mixed up. And there's a delay. I'm only preaching this sermon this morning because there was a delay in a book coming through the post office. I was hoping to start on 1 John. But the book I had ordered took 21 days. Prior to that, other books have taken 5 to 7 working days. There was a delay. Do I like delays? No. But I have to work with God with these delays. And delays are not healthy because they have, it affects our attitude. It, 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 it breaks our joy. It, it causes us to grumble and complain. It causes us to blame easily. It breaks us easily. I think of WhatsApp as well. When we send someone a WhatsApp and, and you see they've read it and it's ticked blue. And now you want them to answer you immediately. But an hour goes. Another hour goes. And you start feeling rejected. And, but there's this delay. And it causes you to become insecure or to start grumbling. Maybe I shouldn't have sent that WhatsApp. Maybe the person doesn't love me anymore. It's amazing what delays can do to our mind. No one likes delays. Not even David who wrote this psalm likes a delay. And I want us to look at this psalm. To, to be encouraged, to be strengthened, to know what to do when God seems to delay. Because God is not at our beck and call. You can't just flip and expect God to take away our problems. It's a wonderful psalm to help us, it helped me to know what to do when God seems to delay. There's so much we can learn from this psalm to help us to cope when God seems to delay. So this morning I, I, I want to encourage us. I want us to know two things from this psalm, and we'll probably only look at one thing this morning. To know what to do when God seems to delay. It's amazing, Willem read this morning from Psalm 90. Verse 13, it said, Return, O Lord, how long? So the first thing to know from the song, to help us to know what to do when God seems to delay, is to know that God does delay. And to know that God does delay should 
help bring a calmness and a peace to our hearts. Instead of our hearts racing off and becoming irrational, we can remain calm, cool and collect like they say. And we can have a, a peace and a calmness about us. But that, that then helps us to keep looking to Jesus and keep trusting in Him. But look at, look at, look at the first two verses of this psalm. And four times you'll notice how long is repeated. How long, O Lord? How long? How long? How long? It's like David's at his wit's end. How long, Lord, will this person that's trying to kill me carry on? Because that's what's happening. Maybe you don't know that, that, that David's own son, Absalom, wants to kill his father. How did that happen? Well, David committed adultery. And he had Bathsheba's husband killed, Uriah, in battle. And you have to go back to 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 11. There he was told, God will raise up evil against you from your own household. And here is this evil in the form of Absalom. It's a form of punishment to David for what he did to Bathsheba's life and husband. And David is at his wit's end. How long? How long, O oh Lord, will you forget me forever? And this is a serious event. Everything that happens around us, doesn't matter how small or big it is, is a serious event. Someone's circumstance might be small to you, but it might be so huge for that person. We should accept it and love and help that person. Some people might cope with this virus a lot better than what other people do. We shouldn't look down on people. We should help people. And hopefully no one in this church this morning is experiencing what David is experiencing. Having his own son wanting to kill him. Have you ever had that? Someone in your own family that wants you dead? But there is an enemy that wants us dead. That wants to destroy us. That's Satan. He will do everything and anything to destroy our Christian walk. He's the prince of the air. He's the prince of this world. And he will do everything to cause you to stumble and cause you to lose your salt and light. Not lose your salvation. We can't lose our salvation. Once we save, we always save. But he will do anything to, to, to become a stumbling block. He wants to destroy the church. How long? How long? How long? How long? How long is God going to allow this virus? Like I said, you might be in a trial. How long? How long, God, am I going to remain in this trial? 
which is causing you and I to cry out to God, How long, O Lord? And it's not always important to know what's happening in the psalm because sometimes we like to look at the history and see exactly what is happening to David's life. But I think what's more important about the psalm is that the psalm is to encourage us when we find ourselves crying out to God, how long? Especially when God seems to delay. And when David cries out, how long? He's not asking for a time. He's not asking for information. He's, he's expressing his feeling. He's expressing his struggle. What's going on in his heart and his mind. And the longer you wait in a trial and the longer God delays in a trial, pain and suffering and heartache seems to grow. Then you start doubting God and you start doubting His love and you start doubting your own salvation. And that's exactly what Satan wants to do. He wants to attack our mind, to sow doubt in our mind, so we start doubting everything that we know in the Scriptures. Because delay will bring pain and heartache. Maybe some of us don't struggle, but I think we all struggle when we have to wait on the Lord for something. And the reason why I say that, because there are two fruits of the Spirit that we need to cultivate every day. One is patience, and the other one is self-control. And that tells us that we struggle with patience, and we struggle with self-control. And faithfulness, and the others, joy and kindness and peace and gentleness and love. No one likes delays. Because like I said, our minds start asking questions. Our patience starts running thin. God, have you forgotten me? And, and David says there, Why are you hiding your face from me? How long will you hide your face from me? In verse 1. Does God really hide His face from us? God doesn't hide His face from us. As a Christian, who lives in us? The Holy Spirit. When God poured His love into us through the work of the Holy Spirit, when He saved us, when we repented and put our faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and believed, God poured out His love into our hearts through the work of the Holy Spirit who indwells us, who lives in us. And that same Holy Spirit is living in David's heart as well because the Spirit came upon David. And David is also writing the psalm. And the, the psalms are also here to sing. But it's us in our minds 
think that God is hiding his face from us. Or we think that God has abandoned us. But it's we who abandon God. It's we who turn our backs on God when we get into a crisis. Or how long when God seems to delay. Paul has told us in Romans chapter 8 verse 39. Or let, let, let's turn there. Turn with me to Romans chapter 8. If you have your Bible here this morning. And I'll just read from verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? Maybe we can add or pestilence or virus. As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I'm sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. When God seems to be silent in your life, He's not silent. He's in you and He's still working in you. Provided you allow Him. Provided you go to the Scriptures. And allow Him to encourage you. Because if we don't go to the Scriptures, and we assume that God has, has hidden His face from us, He's abandoned us, then we're going to start leaning on our own understanding. And we'll be wise in our own eyes. And that brings us more and more sorrow and pain to our hearts. It'll bring anger, bring depression. Because we're not looking to Christ. Looking to the heavens above where He's seated. Next to the right hand of His Father. Seeking the things above and not the things on the earth. So the longer we take to, to turn to God and know that He has not abandoned us, that He has not hid His face from us, just go to that lovely benediction. Numbers 6, verse 25. Lord, cause Your face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. Plead to God to continue. Remind yourself that He is shining His face upon you. That He is being gracious to you. But verse 2 of Psalm 13 tells us, the longer we look to ourselves, the more we will counsel our own souls, the more sorrow will be in our hearts, etc. And the harder we will make our situation. There will be emotional and spiritual sorrow. And that will cause us to almost become immobilized. It paralyzes us. Jesus said, it's not what a man puts into his mouth that makes him unhealthy or sin. It's what comes out of a man's mouth, which comes from his heart. Fornication, theft, murder. 
The heart is the, is the, the spring of life. It's the wellspring of life. It's, it's where our emotions, our thought, our motivations, our courage and our actions come from. And we should, we should feed on God's Word to strengthen our heart, our inner man, our inner eye. So that when God seems to delay, we can turn to Him and trust Him. Maybe God is delaying something in your own life today. I remember back in 2003 when I graduated from BI. I worked for a year, 2004, in the ministry. God sent me back into the world to work for another four years before He called me to this church. There was a four-year delay in what I wanted, in what I was hoping for. God will bring delays into our lives, which can cause us to distrust Him, can cause us to fall into despair, rather than continue trusting in God. Rather than waiting on Him and be strong and let our hearts take courage. That's exactly what we should be doing. Go to the Scriptures, wait on God, and allow the Scriptures to strengthen your heart so your hearts can take courage. Don't be dismayed or be discouraged from what's going on around us. Let, let's, let's look to, to God. Let's learn from Jesus. Look at Jesus, how He endured the wickedness of the human race on the way to the cross. He has the sinless man. He has the Son of God. And how He was attacked by man. Did Jesus despair? The way He was treated? No. He persevered with His mission. And that was to defeat the works of the devil on the cross. And our work is to continue to, to trust God, to believe, keep believing, put our faith and trust in the Lord as we continue through this virus. As God delays, let us continue to trust Him. We are trusting Him, but let that trust grow. Let that faith grow. Cry out to God for wisdom. Ask Him for wisdom. That's one thing we should ask for every day when we wake up. is for the Lord to give us wisdom to endure what comes our way. We don't know what comes our way. No one knows what's going to happen when they walk out that door. What's going to happen in an hour's time, in two hours' time. Yes, we've got some lovely lunch waiting for us. Something planned, if the Lord wills. How many people have planned in this lockdown to go away sometimes and the lockdown levels change and your plans change and there's a delay, you can't go. Do we look to God? Do we trust Him? Or do we 
grumble and complain. When God delays, we should know this, that He who is in us is far greater than He who is in the world. So we may endure and hold fast the gospel of Christ. Hold fast everything that God has given to us when God seems to delay. Because God is at work in us. He wants to work out His love and His compassion to the people around us. So when God seems to delay, and He will delay, remain calm. Have a peace that surpasses all understanding so that God can, can guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Now that we've looked at this first thing, and Lord willing, we'll look at our second thing next week, which is to trust in God's faithful love. This morning, we need to know that God delays. We cannot just expect God to answer our prayers immediately and to do and jump immediately. We need to be encouraged to know that when God delays, we can look to the cross, which should humble us. Because there Jesus not only died to forgive our sins, but there on the cross He became wisdom and knowledge for us. In Him He's hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge to know what to do when He delays. But do we, are we encouraged? Will we go out that door this morning? Deny ourselves, take up our cross daily and follow Christ and, and trust Him within the delays when He seems to delay. I guarantee you, if I had to ask you to put up your hand this morning, if you are praying for God to remove this virus, you will all put up your hand. There were times when pestilence and viruses came upon Israel, and once Moses cried out, Lord, stop this, please, and he took it away. There's nothing wrong. But if God delays, let's continue to trust Him. Let's continue to have our joy in Him. Let's continue to, to encourage one another and help each other to persevere. Let's continue to plead for wisdom. Because like I said, in Jesus is hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge to help us when God seems to delay. Let's pray. Father, we, we ask you to be merciful to us. For when you do delay, there are times when we don't always cry to you. There are times when we don't look to you first and continue to trust you. There are times when we grumble, when we complain. But forgive us, Father. But help us to know that you will never leave us, you will never forsake us. It's we who turn our backs on you. It's we who run from your help, your loving arms that are open to help us. So Father, please, again, help us, help each person here 
what with what with whatever they are struggling with, whatever you are delaying in their life, may you please be merciful to them, but may they find great comfort in your compassion and your love, that you're a God that knows their needs, and you are working things out in their hearts for their good. Father, have mercy upon us, please. Help us to... to to know that your word and your grace is sufficient for our lives. So please give us wisdom when you delay. Give us wisdom just to, to look to you always and to know that you are our helper, our comforter, our encourager. Father, be merciful to all of us through this virus and through the trials that this virus is bringing into our lives. Father, be merciful to us. I pray and ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen.